Hey, what's up, everybody? This is Joey Calvez. I want to tell you guys a little bit about the Department of Metahuman Affairs. This one is a story about a team led by a retired sidekick, two felons, a failed actor from Broadway, and a reprogrammed cyborg. But their first mission is to stop the criminals who have robbed a bank, and they will have to set the world at ease. You're going to get 180 pages of entertainment action-packed awesomeness right here in the first six issues in a collected hardcover volume one all you got to do is head on over to kickstarter.com and type in the department of metahuman affairs or dma and check it out right now hey i'm liz i'm heather and on this week's episode we have our book club uh by it's lamb by christopher moore so let's uh give it a listen So I've got this story I've got to tell you about, and I can tell you this because I'm pretty sure my dad doesn't listen to our podcast. Well, if he, not, you, he, he doesn't know it. how to do podcasting, even though Facebook keeps popping up telling him he needs to listen to Nerdy Bitches podcast. I keep telling him, no, you really don't. Because uh, you tell know, him he needs an expensive piece of software or hardware to do that. Here's the deal. I want my parents to support me in the things that I do. But this is not one of them. They don't need to support this. They can just say, my daughter's a podcaster on what? I don't know. And that's <laughs> fine by me. Um, so <laughs> the fact of the matter is that my, um, I've started calling my dad Elmo, right? <laughs> and uh, the Does reason I have I a high pitched voice. No. Okay. No. Uh, the, the oh, reason, yeah, I know him. I've the reason, him. yeah, even my dad, he's not high pitched at all. Uh, he's, he's probably got more of a, you know, cookie monster kind of He's thing got a, going he, on southern grumble cookie. yeah um but <laughs> the reason i've done this is because when i'm texting my sister or my my husband uh about things that are annoying me i clearly don't want to text things like oh my god my dad is driving me insane today <laughs> because you know he might see that and then or you might accidentally might copy him on it i might and yeah. that that is an issue and you know there's so many damn group texts that pop up i have to be careful on these things so for whatever reason, we are watching um, The Force Awakens the other night when I got home from the hospital because mm -hmm. it was out. Yay, Force Awakens is out. Go download it digitally. Uh, Blu-ray comes out in, what, like a week, two weeks? I don't know. At the time of this, it would already be out. Okay, it's yeah. out. Go get Yay, it. Yay, go get Yay. it. Yay, it's awesome. So we're, <laughs> we're watching this the other night, and my dad, for whatever reason, and I don't really remember him doing this when I was growing up, but I guess as he's getting older... Or maybe he just has less to say, or people just don't say things as much to him as he would like. He's always been a quiet guy. He talks through the whole goddamn movie. <laughs> and it's not just like... It, he, but he saw it in the theater. Yes! Yeah. We all saw it together. He's seen it. He's also seen the original Star Wars since 1976, probably a hundred times. Probably not paying close attention like we would, but yeah. he's, you know, he's been there. He's yep. seen it. He's not new. He will ask the same fucking questions at the same fucking point of every fucking movie we watch. And we're watching Like what this the plot is or what? Some, oh. Like along those? Is Darth Vader coming back? I'm like, no, he's dead. Well, he, they brought him back at the end of that last one as a force ghost for like eight seconds. And he's <laughs> like, well, they could do that. I was like, that guy's dead. So, you know, just 
just stupid but the, things. But also, how does that bring him into Elmo? Just because you come up with a name for it? Or no, um, I actually started calling him Elmo because if you ever watch Sesame Street with a small child, one of the things you'll notice is that Elmo asks ridiculous questions all the time, <laughs> over and over, and they are always the most obvious things ever. Right? Elmo wants to know why this happening. Why your hair blue? Why is the sky gray? Like, these are just things that Elmo does. So for whatever reason, I basically texted my sister the other day and said, oh, my God, he's talking like fucking Elmo. It's driving me insane. He's asking every inane question on Earth. And I haven't decided if he really just doesn't remember these things or if it's just something to say or if he's doing it just to annoy me. Well, I'll tell you, I think um, uh, producer Craig's father is in the same age bracket Mm -hmm. does the same thing. Yeah. Yeah. I, I just, so maybe you can call him Elmo as well. I don't know. It's it's just... Elmo, Elmo too. <laughs> that's what I texted, I texted Paul yesterday because I was, uh, I had uh, one of my friends over who's going to be on a podcast we have coming up and we were watching Spy with Melissa McCarthy oh, that's because awesome. if people haven't seen it, I have to show it to them because yeah. it's the greatest fucking movie ever. Yeah. And he comes in right at the end, right? And he doesn't know that she's never seen this, nor does he really seem to care or whatever. He's like, oh, is this the part when they blah, blah, blah? I'm like, really? Fucker, shut up. What is wrong with you? He will spoil movies. He will just. That is so funny. Or we'll be at a movie and he falls asleep through it. And you see him down, like four people down, because he can't sit next to anybody. He's got to have at least a chair in between, because I guess he... I like I, I like the, I like I the like first the chair. I like chair in yeah. between yeah. as well. However, in a very crowded movie theater, when we've already given ourselves a buffer, he'll then sit like outside the buffer. <laughs> but it doesn't bother me, because he'll fall asleep. <laughs> and he'll start snoring. He snored through half of The Force Awakens. Well, maybe so. the, maybe they were valid questions then, because they didn't see it. They weren't. Yeah. Yeah. No. Okay. no, they weren't. All right. So anyway, I had to start that story with you today because we are talking. Uh, well, we that's well, it was kind of uh, off topic, like always. It's a but, little off topic, but we're talking about Lamb today yeah, by Christopher. It's Moore. our book club day. So you know, Jesus's dad yeah. was God, and well, God was very silent. So it's kind of just the same story in reverse, right? Yes, sure. <laughs> I don't think Jesus. Uh, do, I, do, no, I think I think God did come down and say, "This is my son, for who I'm proud of," or something. He did, but he did it when he was like underwater. Yeah, that. because you can never get your father's approval. <laughs> never, never nope. when you need it. That's for sure. Um, so we normally do um our boozy licious book club episodes, and so today I am drinking. I think it's Jester King. It's a beer. Uh, it's Undead Party Crasher, and it is very tasty. <laughs> I love that name. Uh, so, okay, yeah. So, yes, it's very good. It had like a 98 on rate beer, so cool. I got it. Well, I am drinking water <laughs> and wondering if it will turn into wine by the end of this episode, because I don't yeah. actually like wine, so I'm kind of yeah, hoping it and won't. We, and um, I used up all our mead during the uh, cosplay episode. Oh, yeah. That's I don't know if we talked about that on the show or not, but we were drinking a lot of mead. That wasn't that wasn't Michelle's mead, was it? Cause I think no, that no, was no, no, no. She, yeah, she, uh, she poo-pooed the mead on the, that. Well, man, we've had two mead episodes, but hmm. no, the cosplay episode, I happen to have a bottle of mead. And I said, Is anybody you, interested in mead? And everybody just, wanted mead. There yeah. you go. So I didn't drink any mead because I don't like mead. I'll yeah, tell you. It's, it's very sweet. Yeah. Very sweet. I like sweet things, but I, I don't know. Yeah. I think and I was mixing it with beer and all kinds of weird well, shit. It was like Eileen was telling me yesterday. She's like, oh, you'd love my sangria. I'm like, I don't think I would. Like, I just don't like wine. And, you know, the closest I can get is 
maybe maybe a Pinot Grigio, but maybe a Moscato that tastes like Kool-Aid. Yeah. Just, well, there's um, not that interesting. My sister, and I'll throw this as an early recommendation because mm-hmm. it was pretty tasty. So there's there's something called uh, natural wines, which are not organic wines to be considered organic wines, but there's certain there's it's really hard to do a natural wine. Apparently, you ferment the alcohol in the own grape. You don't like smash the grapes and then ferment you it. You just inject it. I, I have no idea how they do. I think it's like the natural yeah, process. You know how like moose in, in Alaska get all drunk on crab apples and stuff um, <laughs> because they're just, that's, they just they're ferment. Just rotten, yeah. yeah. And um, so I guess it's along those lines. And the, the, the idea is that you could drink a whole bottle of this wine and not get hung over. I didn't test the theory, but you should. Um, you should I really, that. but I, 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 I'd have to drink a whole bottle of wine in order to do it. But it was you very, like that's, like it that's was odd. very grape juicy. Now for oh. somebody that doesn't drink a lot of wine, I found it still tasting a little like wine, mm-hmm. but it was more very grape juicy. And I thought I could deal with I, the grape I, juice. I, wine. I could, I could easily drink a whole bottle of this. Yeah. I like grape juice. I'm not going to lie. Grape juice is delicious. And if wine tasted yep. like that. Well, I'd be a fan. The recommended uh, winery for that mm-hmm. was Donkey and Goat, and I think they're out of California somewhere. Mm-hmm. And if you're in Houston, you can get um, a bottle of it. At uh, They had a few of them at Specs. They mm-hmm. also had um, some at D&Q, which is a little... Um, well, remind me about this, and I'll put it in the show notes. Yeah. If anybody wants to go find Donkey Wine. Yeah, can, Donkey uh, and Goat. Yeah, <laughs> but um, <laughs> we can uh, get some Donkey D&Q wine. is, uh, is uh, the bottle shop where they also had some of it. Okay. And it's an old... Um, well, maybe station. I'll maybe yeah. I'll try that, and we'll just sit here and drink a bottle of wine, and bolt, you know, shoot the shit one day. And I know. Let our listeners decide whether or not we actually got. We'd drunk. actually planned to go to Alamo Draft House. I wish they would let us bring a bottle of wine. You can sneak it in. I'm not sneaking a bottle of wine in a place that has waiters. They don't give a shit. <laughs> okay, you clearly well, did not see the picture when my sister and I went to go see the Twilight Marathon for 14 fucking hours at Alamo Draft House. You should have seen this bitch's purse. She had purse vodka. She had purse uh, pills. That's my favorite vodka. <laughs> yeah, purse vodka is fantastic. Well, she, you know, because here's the deal. Alamo Draft House doesn't do liquor. Yeah. They do beer. Yeah. Right? So you can take a growler and you can drink beer until your eyeballs fall out. We don't drink beer. They, I think they also do wine. Yeah, they do some wine. Some mixed drinks, but not... I know they have alcoholic milkshakes. They milk really do like a full bar. Yeah. So you can't just... She can, couldn't get her Red Bull in vodka, apparently. Holy cow, that screws up your heart rhythm, I swear. <sighs> well, I swear to God, it's like mixing NyQuil and NyQuil. She had a uh, fractured foot at the time, so she also had a pain <laughs> a purse full of pain pills. Um, we hit the CVS for their dollar boxes of candy. I'm telling you, this, this bitch's purse was completely stuffed. And you know me, I'm not a huge drinker, so... She had me like, and and they had a Twilight drinking game going on for each of the different movies. Like every time Jacob takes his shirt off. So, you know, you're drunk (laughs) by 15 seconds into these damn movies. Every time Edward says something whiny, every time Bella falls down over nothing, you know, these kind of, every time she trips over her own face, like just stupid shit. But it was fun. It was a lot more fun than just watching the damn movies. So I'll tell you that. Uh, but yeah, I, they don't care. They don't I'm, give a shit. I, I think as long I, as you tip well, they don't really fucking care. I don't know. Care. I'm going to get permission before I do it. I don't break the rules. Oh, shut up. You sneak candy into movies in scarves. Well, no, I put it under the scarf. <laughs> candy, uh, the, uh, candy's a ripoff. I, so I'll just, you can't. So is, a, so is trying to buy wine in a place that well, doesn't sell it. 
All just right. Any, anywho, so anyway. so so now the book but is. We're not going to podcast in that movie anyway. So no, but we are going to talk about it because what that is yeah. is it's Alien and Aliens, and we'll talk about that in the future. So we'll have basically a review session, you know, a little bit after we've yeah. seen both of those movies, and it will just be it will be like book club, but it will be movie club uh, with some thirty year old movies. So yeah, we're fun. actually going to start. Uh, I think we've talked about starting doing kind of a classic movie club. That yeah. Instead, like we like we do with our book club, we're not getting rid of book club. Yeah. Ever because book club is awesome um, and it inspires me to continue reading new books that I probably wouldn't have before. Um, but we're going to just add a new, a new yeah. classic movie club. Why well, not? and I mean, there's a lot of movies that, uh, you know, like this one, it's 30 years old. So mm-hmm. we were probably a little too young to watch a horror movie. And I've seen, I've never seen it. I've seen aliens in one of my uh, college classes actually, hmm. but I don't remember it too. I've well. never seen it. Well, okay. Here's, here's a funny story. If you want to talk, bring my dad back around into this. So Alien came out, the first one came out, I believe in... It's 30 years ago. Wasn't, and then maybe it was the second one. I don't know. Anyway, one of these movies came out in like July of 1979, right? Okay, yeah. My brother was born at the end of August in 1979. So my dad took an incredibly pregnant mom... To see it? To see this movie... And this is, you know, the one where the alien shoots out yeah. of their people's, yeah. you know, the belly. And so, of course, she is... I think is, that's aliens. But there you go. So, yeah. there you go. So, aliens is as old as my brother. Because she went to see this at, like, eight and a half months pregnant and has apparently that, still not forgiven him Well, that, that is later. pretty creepy if you're pregnant and, you know... Word. Yeah. Right? And see, I, I get the That's the basis of a lot of scary movies. Like, uh, that what was it, The Last Astronaut or the astronaut one with um, Johnny Depp... Where he had blonde hair. He was an astronaut. No, he he was. Yeah, he came back. He was an astronaut. What was and uh, no. he, so he was goes that like aliens twelve. Is that what that was? No, no, it was actually called the last astronaut. It was oh, awesome. Oh, so he oh, oh the astronaut's, astronaut's wife. wife. I'm okay. sorry, producer Craig. I was heard of it. Still hasn't me. watched it. Um, but it is a common scary theme that like you know. So he was an, uh, anyway. I'll I spoiled it too much already to, for you. So I'll, that's enough. Uh, but it was I good. And, and, and Johnny about, Depp so was fine. awesome, and he had bleach blonde hair, and he looked pretty cool. Anywho, he always looks cool. Yeah, he was pretty pretty young and handsome then. He still is. He looks exactly the He's same. He's still hot. I don't get it. I don't either. He's like made a deal with the devil, and it's the devil is the awesome. Yeah, I guess because... the I guess the price to pay with some of these crappy movies like uh, the Lone Ranger. I didn't see it. I didn't either because my I heard it was went and saw it, and they're like, we thought it was going to be really funny. It was really gross. Oh, <laughs> like, really? Well, fair, fair enough. Okay, so. Back to our book. Back to so, our book. Yeah. Right, so Christopher so. Moore is the author, and he is a humorous author. He's yes. not. This is not. This is a, not a religious author. This no. is. This story is. Uh, I believe the official title is "Lamb: The Gospel According to Christ's Childhood Friend Biff." Yeah. We are talking the Apostle Biff. Yeah. You don't remember that from Sunday school classes? Hmm. Neither does anyone else. <laughs> so basically, the plot of this book is that. Um, the angel Raziel has come back down to heaven 2,000 years after the death of Christ and has brought Biff Le- yeah. Nevi. Yeah. Or Le- Levi was his name, but they call him Biff, as you do. Uh, they have brought him back from the dead because he's clearly been dead for 2,000 years, being a friend of uh, you know Jesus and yeah. all. Um, to tell his gospel because his gospel was omitted. It was lost from the Bible. in the ages. It was lost yeah, it was yes. not there. So they wanted to hear the real story um, because if you, you know, if you do read the Bible, there is there are some definite 
disparities about, you know, what the fuck happened to Jesus from between, oh, I don't know, birth and like 30. 30, yeah. There's a big gap. Like he yeah. was born in a manger and the angel comes down on the star and blah, 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 blah. and then he's now blessing people and walking on water and making miracles happen and playing with lepers and doing whatnot. Yeah. So this this story they brought him they bring Biff back and they give him God gives him the gift of tongues so that instead of only ancient Aramaic or Hebrew or a little bit of uh, Roman or whatever, yeah, whatever spoke, he learned in yeah. whatever they knew back in the day, he can now understand all languages. Yeah. Raziel the angel cannot. Yeah. So that makes this even more entertaining. So yeah. he has him locked up in a hotel room mm-hmm. in the modern day. Uh, basically giving him no access to anything from the outside world other than the angel being obsessed with watching regular television, uh, regular television, daytime television. So he's oh, watching yeah. a soap lot opera of soap operas and, and wrestling. wrestling. Yeah. yeah. And, and he's keeps changing the channel anytime they talk about, uh, anytime Jesus. they talk about Jesus. And he, uh, he does point out at the beginning that che- Jesus is actually not the name mm-hmm. that this dude was born with. Yeah. Right. Jesus is Greek for messiah yeah so his actual name in the book is joe is a joshua yeah so he he's telling the story of joshua and biff and joshua meet when they're about six years old yeah they're not in jerusalem anymore right they're in um they're in nazareth yes that's where they are yeah they're in nazareth and uh and yeah so he meets uh jesus the first time because jesus is <laughs> resurrecting lizards yeah joseph uh, joshua i'm uh, sorry joshua is the son of joseph so i'm gonna just th- screw these j yeah, names up yeah. all day long um so joshua is playing with one of his younger brothers i don't yeah. remember which one at the time um because okay and everybody goes whoa 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 younger brothers mary was a virgin yeah, Mary was yeah. also married. Yeah. So she may have been a virgin. Yeah. Put that in big fat quotes when she had Joshua, but she had like 45 other kids after that. So yeah. just throwing it out there. Yeah. So he's playing with one of his brothers and he has this lizard and the lizard is dead and he puts it in his mouth and all of a sudden the lizard is resurrected. And this game keeps happening over, over and, and over and over. And Biff's like, what the fuck? Like, this is. Yeah. Very interesting. But, as, you know, being a Jew, mm-hmm. he sc- runs up to him, screams, unclean, unclean. Yeah, I, I know. And I think that that was kind of one of the funniest parts of the book was talking about like these old rules yeah. and these old laws that they had, like no graven images. Like you can't have a picture of somebody. Yeah. On or the something. statues. The yeah. Statues. And the statues were all graven images. And it's like, really, that is. And it's one of the Ten Commandments, no graven yeah. images. Yeah. And you're like. That really seems like a ridiculous uh, item. And because uh, what happened was Joshua's face during Passover appeared on the flatbread all over the... uh, The unleavened bread. Yeah, yes. And... um, uh, Graven image. And, and were, it's and, not him. And so they, what they did was they cut Joshua's hair so he looked like everybody else, and then said, "Look, Noah it's is Moses. Moses, not no, no, no. Moses. <laughs> Moses is on our bread. Yes. It's a miracle. It's a Passover day miracle. Yeah, because they're trying to kind of keep it a secret that their son that is somebody the because they, right. he might be killed, you know, and it's probably a dangerous. Well, it's it's heresy, especially when oh, you're yeah. dealing with the pharaohs, uh, with no, the Pharisees, it, and and um, these the the rabbis which rabbi is actually the word for teacher it's yeah. the hebrew word for teacher so they will actually call him rabbi over and over throughout this but it's yeah. because um, he's a teacher um but anyway so they meet his small children and he kind of has heard from mary that this angel came down and said he's the messiah well the problem is 
that um, John the Baptist, who is Joshua's cousin, his birth was also announced the to his day. mother Elizabeth by an angel who said, your son will basically pave the way for the Messiah. The Messiah. He's not the Messiah. But, John, you know, John the Baptist at this age is like uh, trying to baptize everyone. And remember, he got like a bunch of genital warts or whatever from being in the water all the time. And, you know, <laughs> it was it was crazy fun. <laughs> it was crazy. Fun. This book is hilarious, by yeah, the way. But if it you, does. I got let me let me put this out here because I put it out when I made this recommendation before this book. If you are super religious have no open mind or a sense of humor or a giant stick up your ass. Please don't read it because it's just gonna. I don't think it would be. I was it's just gonna. I hurt was you. sitting there listening to it, waiting to be like, "What is the? What is the point in which I'm going to be? Oh God, I'm going to hell." I never. And felt I never yeah. felt like anything was negative towards Jesus. No. And what I did see was that. Um, it was that Biff, mm-hmm. all of the sinning and all of the bad things that were happening, Biff was doing. And but Biff was doing a lot of them at Jesus's request or yeah. Joshua's request. He didn't because, understand. Yeah. Because it, you know, and that's the one thing I like about what Christopher Moore did with this book is he took the historicalness, if you will, of the Bible and filled in the blanks in a funny way, but I think also in a pretty logical way, yeah. if you really think about if you were a six-year-old child, right? Like my, my niece, Maddie. My, Maddie is eight. If I went up to Maddie and said, you are the daughter of God. You are never to do any wrong and you will lead the world to a new salvation. What would she say? What would she do? Would she know how to act? And then I just disappeared. Yeah. I just went away for years and didn't tell her anything else. Nobody told her anything else. And said, oh, but you probably shouldn't tell anybody because they might murder you in your sleep. Yeah, yeah. How would you, as a child, know how to behave, how to act, what that even means? Yeah. You wouldn't. You would have to, you'd have to feel it out, right? Yeah. And and I think that's kind of part of it. They understand that there's going to be this naivety that uh, Jesus is going to have because he's going to want to walk this straight path down the, you know, the uh, follow the Ten Commandments and whatnot. But you can't become a leader with followers if you don't understand the temptations and things that they're having. So right. Biff was his conduit to the <laughs> humans. The and so, and Biff, by the way, has it. absolutely no problem, no problem being, being a typical flawed human. And, uh, and yeah. it, it, he's it, like, Oh, you need me to go see what it's like to be with a woman again. Yeah. All and right. Jesus lays in the stall next to him listening. Right, like he's not it's doing like, this. Like thing. somehow, somehow he's like, that What helped. is she yeah. doing? What's happening now? He's like, bum, 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 bum. <laughs> so then they do. They do bring uh, Mary Magdalene in it. Yes, and Maggie. she's a she's a childhood friend. They call her Maggie, mm-hmm. and uh, and of course Biff is instantly in love with her, and mm-hmm. she's instantly in love with Joshua, yes. and that's just how it goes. Yeah, and uh, so there's this whole. Uh, love triangle but they understand their roles pretty early on yeah and get it. yeah so um and maggie loves biff just because he's a second you know like he he's lo- a second you know if if joshua was not around it would it would totally be, be yeah, biff yeah but she also under she loves him because she understands that his job on this earth is to go with joshua yeah. and to protect him yeah because again joshua has this level of naivete yeah that he needs to have, but also can totally get him in trouble. Yeah. Like when they decide they're going to, okay, so when he gets to be, what about 12, 
he's got to leave because he's he's asked every Pharisee, he's asked everyone in the temple, what does this mean to be a rabbi? What or what does this mean to be a Messiah? How does one become a Messiah? Well, you know, and they try. Remember, they try yeah. to question him on yeah. all of this stuff. Like he doesn't know his shit, and of course, he schools them for yeah. days and days. And they're like, "Look, I don't know." They said, "Look, there were three magi, which is apparently." Yeah plural for magician uh-huh. <laughs> there were three magi at at your birth that showed up they were strangers we don't really know who they are um one of them said he came from outside of uh, i don't know out of it was basically cobble yeah yeah was. yeah like yeah so it was in afghanistan maybe yeah, maybe go out there and see if you can find this guy he was a dark-skinned guy yeah you know and uh so Go find him and it, and it makes sense so he goes off he to, and biff to, to, yeah game biff. now this is this is when they're teenagers now now they're going to go off and they're going to talk to these magi mm-hmm. about you know one how do i be like like a messiah you know, are, I know am i woman? the am i the messiah he yeah. was even questioning that and uh you know two you you know that I'm the Messiah. What should I be doing? And it, <laughs> but also, I think the underlying theme through all of this is trying to find out whether or not Joshua can know a woman. Uh, yeah, <laughs> in the biblical yeah. sense, because they're like, this is important. Well, news. like, like, like we yeah, need to know if you're married. Mm-hmm. Th- theoretically, that's not wrong. And but he was like, but can uh, he be married? Yeah. like this was this was kind of at thirteen. That was their that's primary the driving question. force behind this. It really wasn't the. Well, you know, the son of God thing was a was a secondary kind yeah. of kind of business there. Um so I mean they have they have lots of adventures and things well, of that nature. It, they have to end we up We are leaving. really calming this down though. I mean there were so many um there was a lot of sex in it. Like a lot of sex in this book. There was a lot of drinking in this book. Yeah. And even caffeine got Joshua, like, cause Joshua can heal people. Okay. Yeah. And so he's running through the streets of these cities. High, healed, all, all healed. And he's slapping people and healed, 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 you know, cause he's on all hopped up on caffeine. Slapping down. Oh yeah. They, they discover coffee. Yes. Coffee. When they go to Kabul, they, uh, they discover coffee. And he is. He's all jacked up on caffeine. He's all jacked up on Mountain Dew. Yeah. And he's running through the streets. And he he's, is. He's, he's healing he's people. He's punching people and healing their and, their afflictions. And uh, removing demons and things yeah. like that. Remember he blinds the thief. Yeah. And then he has to try to go find him and unblind him because he feels bad about it. Yeah. There's a lot of stuff that happens. They're also, they've had to leave Maggie behind, which yeah. neither one of them wanted to do. But because... Okay, so we got to go back a little bit. There's a part where they they have they gone pissed off a son of a fairy. Well, they they have gone into um, shit. What's the town? I don't know. They all know. They one all of the ta- one to- of the towns in the Bible. They yeah. went to one of the towns in the Bible because at the age of ten or twelve, all sons become apprentices to their father. Yeah. Well, Joshua's stepdad, as you will, is yeah. Joseph, and yeah. Joseph is a carpenter. And but he decided to go with Biff's dad. He decides dad. to go with Biff's dad because Biff's dad is a stonecutter. And he's like, look around. Do you see a lot of trees? We got rocks. <laughs> rocks, rocks, rocks. So he decides he's going to go learn the art of stone cutting. So they go work with uh, Biff's dad. And Biff's dad is basically like the head contractor for this Greek who yeah. is building... This big luscious and they, and they Grecian. Hate, they hate the Jews. They hate yeah. the Jews, yeah. but they use them as yeah. they've got slaves. They've got you know regular Jews working a job for pay. Now they've got these kids there. Well, this Greek house now is full 
of statues. Yeah. And, and statues and it was graven a, a graven image. image. But they're all statues of naked men. Man. And so they're not circumcised. <laughs> none of them are <laughs> circumcised. So, of course, the Jew boys are looking at this going, holy fuck me. Yeah. And so they decide because they, they think the graven image is wrong. Yeah. But they also think if it's going to be there, it should be politically yeah. correct. So they go, they sneak in the middle of the night because this is their big FU to, this is, I yep. think this is Joshua's one yep. thing to like kind of break the, yeah. break the laws, if you will. They sneak into Sephora's. Yeah. That's where it was. Yeah, because I kept going, Sephora, they're there for makeup. Yeah. Um, so they, they sneak into Sephora's in the middle of the night or like real early in the morning um, because they're basically going to, yeah, they're going to circumcise yeah. these statues yep. And, uh, you know, they got the tiny little clink, clink, clink. Yeah. And they take Maggie with them. Yeah, I don't reason. know why. Oh, she like, wanted to see she it. She says, I've never seen a graven image before. I want to go see a statue. And then, of course, they get there and she goes, eh, it doesn't look that big. And she's like, oh, so I would assume. <laughs> well, at, while, you know, Joseph, uh, Joshua is circumcising the statue and basically like cuts the head off this guy's dick. Well, actually um, the whole thing falls off. The whole he thing kind of yeah. falls off. He breaks, He's got he... like a giant penis in his hand. Yeah. Um, so one of the Roman soldiers who yeah. they are occupying yeah. most of the land at this point, yeah. keeping the, the Jews down as you yeah. will. Um, a soldier comes in and is like, Hey, what's happening? Yeah. So, you know, they're kind of trying to hide the nothing, don't come in here. But they're having a conversation with this guy. And then one of the zealots yeah. who lives up in the mountains, basically, you know, death to all Romans and like, yeah. you know, knifes this guy and kills him. Right. He just it comes out of nowhere, comes yeah. out of nowhere and just murders this Roman soldier. Where here these three kids are and they're staring face to face with this guy thinking that it's going to he's going to kill them next. Yeah. And it turns out it's actually Maggie's uncle. Yeah. Her father's brother. So, you know, they all run back to, to Nazareth and, and then, cleanse themselves yeah. and do and whatever some, they and need to do. somehow Joseph gets the... They start with Joseph, but then they, they come back and they say, oh, it could never be a carpenter. It's clearly a stone cutter because look at what we found this dismembered member here. Yeah, I thought that they somehow had Joseph. Uh, they did have Joseph because Joseph showed up yeah. looking yeah. for the boys. Yeah. And he was kind of wrong place, wrong so, time. So basically what happens is during this trial, Jesus brings back... Jesus uh, brings back, back the, the soldier... From the dead. Who stands up and, and goes, says, no, no, that man didn't kill me. It's that yeah, guy over yeah. there. And then he immediately dies again. He immediately dies again. Um, because that's the thing. At this at this age, Jesus' resurrection record, he can bring them back. But they... And lizards, yeah. They're not very... Yeah, he can bring the lizards back over and over... Uh, but they don't ever really stay alive. And he brought some somebody back at a, by touching their leg, but they pretty much stood up, looked around, and fall, fell down yeah. again. This guy was able to, uh, you know, they're getting a little bit better yeah. at this point, but they're not full-on Lazarus-type resurrections just yeah. yet. So, um, but at, the problem with this is that Maggie has seen um, her uncle. She knows yeah. that he did it. Yeah. And... The the Romans at this time were not about just punishing the person but their family. who did this, yeah. but they would take out the whole families, villages, towns, whatever, to make examples. They would have crucified an entire family down the side of the road, literally. Um, so somehow, in order to save Joseph, because Joseph has been arrested for this, um, even though they come back later and say, "Yeah, we knew it. That didn't happen." Yeah. Um, but they have somehow ar they they've had arrest him arrested. 
So Maggie, her family goes to the Pharisees to beg for them to go help Joseph get out of prison. Yeah. And the way that the Pharisees have fixed this is that they said, okay, but Maggie has to marry our son, Jacob, yeah. who is the a town bully bag. and a total fucking douchebag. So, yeah. So now she has to break the news to Joshua and Biff that she He's has to marry Jacob. She then, doesn't want to. It's going to be miserable. And they, they, they basically this use is this. This when they decide they to said, leave. They said, I can't be in town when we, you get married. We can't see you married to him. We have to go. They don't, they're not even going to tell her yeah. that they're leaving, right? So then she's like, no, no, meet me tonight before you leave. I have to da 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 But she and wants to meet Joshua. She wants Joshua to come meet her behind the temple, by the yeah. way. Behind the temple. So here well, you go. This, this, by the way, I'm calling... And they're about 13. Yeah, I'm age. calling a complete bullshit on this because yeah. basically Joshua knows what she wants. Yeah, he does. Yeah. He sends Biff. So he sends Biff... Who has no idea? He has because he's dumb. No idea. You yeah, know they don't mention idiot. they don't mention yeah. how dumb Biff is. He's Biff dumb. is really dumb. And um, uh, and she but the goes, best friends are yeah, sometimes. Yeah, that the happens ones that all keep the you time. out of trouble. Yeah. Yeah. And so he goes out and she just kisses him thinking he's Joshua and, and jumps and, him. And, and yes. And, and they have sex like three times. And then he says who he is. Well, then he kind of, she's like, I love you, Joshua. She's like, I love you too, Maggie. She's like, Biff. And because that, by the way, is not a good thing to do. By it's really I don't not. Know if anybody I, will ever have that opportunity again, do not do that. Not because if I were Maggie, Biff wouldn't be around anymore. But the thing is, Maggie was not was not upset by this at all. I'm pretty sure she, she knew. Did, she figured she, it she out. She figured it out. And she, like underst- she didn't, but she understood and she it. Didn't, and she didn't care. That was kind of... Uh, they have this like threesome of like, Josh was the emotional and yeah. Biff is the physical. And they kind of all love each other. And it's weird. It's, but, it's very... But that's yeah. what um, sends them off. They they do go but off. It's kind of a pure love. It's it's that it does, child love. Yeah. It's yeah. child luggage. Child love. And they even talked about that. That like Biff loved her before he had any lustful feelings. Right. Um, and so it's he considered it he a pure love. He also was in love yeah. with Mary. By oh the way. yeah, he uh, was he was in love with he Joshua's to be this- mother. He he was waiting for Joseph to die because Joseph was excessively old. Yeah, Joseph compared was to her, much yeah. older than Mary. Um, and he kept saying, don't worry, Joshua, when Joseph dies and I'm your new father, yeah, I won't beat you much. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's pretty, it was, yeah, it's, it's, it's pretty funny. But anyway, so when, when Maggie has announced to them and she's miserable about it, clearly, because she didn't want to marry this douchebag at all. Um, she tells them and yes, we're going to cut a bit to bit. So they're gone. Yeah. Right. They, they leave before the wedding. They don't tell her they're leaving really. Yeah. Um, and they just kind of sneak decided out. decided they're going to go seek out these magi. They're going for, so they're going to find the first one whose name is actually Balthazar. Balthazar. Yep. Balthazar is the, he's the basically he's, he's, the black magi. Yeah. He's the, he's the black of the uh, black three wise men that everybody seems the, to forget about when they're painting pictures of the three of the wise white. men. Yeah. Yeah. They're all and white. Jesus Everybody's too. is Everybody, white. You know, it looks white. like, like my family portraits. It's like, it's just <laughs> white people everywhere Utah family yeah, yeah. yeah. Jesus from Utah. <laughs> well they, they believe it um, no. uh, but uh, so they go to meet Balthazar now this is where I'm going to tell you that the audiobook has Balthazar sounding like Samuel L. Jackson he does like a Texan southern black dude it's hilarious and it's though. like yeah, he's I like, don't think that he's from hey, North America. Joseph, your yeah. mother trucker. Yeah. I mean, I gotta, like, it's just, he doesn't really do it. I mean, that's yeah. obviously an over exaggeration. So that was, but it's very, it's very Motown. Very. Yeah, it was strange, really, it really yeah. was. Um, it was really hard to kind of get I saw, over. I saw Paul. I was like, did they get 
Morgan Freeman yeah, and was, Samuel L. Jackson's love child to do I know, this? Like, it really was. It was a very it's American... Like what a white person from Utah thinks a black person, person sounds like. Like, even from Africa. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. like, and this guy was from yeah. Africa, from yeah, Egypt, I believe, Yeah, Egypt, yeah. But he had settled in... Yeah. Afghanistan? In, basically, yeah, yeah, Afghanistan. Yeah. So Kabul, that area. Yeah. In the mountains, in I the mean... In the mountains, you know. in a fortress. Um, and Balthazar is very old. He is hundreds of years old. He's like 250 years old or something. Um, So they they go into this town and they start asking around about a big black dude who's been around for a while. And it's not. uh, And they're like, oh, well, it's got to be this guy. So we'll send you out with a bunch, you know, people going out that are about to go meet him. Yeah. Head out there. And and this they get attacked on the road. Uh, Jesus gets really, or just Joshua gets really. Yeah, because he doesn't want anybody. Somebody. Yeah, he doesn't want anybody to kill anybody on on his behalf. Right. Even if he was being attacked, but because that would make them a still, sinner. They're still killing people, so he ends up stricken one of them blind. Yeah. But somehow this, you know, doesn't ever sit well. But they yeah. get to Balthazar's palace, and they they meet. How many? There were like eight. There's so, eight, seven concubines, or eight concubines, and they, they all had crazy names. All of these crazy names. Like, of course, the, we couldn't find the, them enough the, to write them down. But the, uh, the joyous the orgasm of the mountain, or something. Yeah, like he just calls her. They joy. have a really long. Like and one of them's like just number six. Yeah, like, yeah, one of them has like a normal name, but most of them are like these big long names that include orgasm or uh, vagina or something. Or it's really something. it's really funny. But they're and they're all Asian, and they and so of course they've yep. got in the audio books. They also have a very uh, racist. Um, um, yeah. uh, a very accent. anime sounding accent, yeah. isn't it? I mean, it's crazy, but um, oh, you know, and they remember they they um, and they when they meet Balthazar, they said, okay, this is a door you can never open. There's yeah. a door there, and there's like some noise and shit going on, and maybe a blue yeah. glow about it. Something, yeah. Don't ever open this door. Don't ask what's behind this door. Blah yeah. blah blah. So of course, the first thing Biff says is, "What's behind the door?" Yeah, and so Joy poisons him. Yeah, they well they did that like this was like he, they were learning like when he, they went to any of the magi they were learning everything, everything. They, and now because they're magi so they have their own magic of mm-hmm. uh, sorts and Balthazar seemed to be all um, apothecary type yeah. um, and one of them poisons was yeah and here's poisons and here's things that you do and and so when they were learning um, Biff yeah Biff is learning about poisons and about but Joy antidotes. poisons him yeah for like two months yeah or something like, like he's, he's completely just, paralyzed he's yeah. completely paralyzed he can't even move his eyeballs so yeah. he's just having to listen to people babble yeah. on about shit yeah and in the meantime Joseph is uh not Joshua. Joseph, Joshua is reading learning yeah from he's Balthazar. reading um he's reading uh Buddhist books mm-hmm. Buddhist books now maybe not there but no. you know He's reading um, the Quran and, yeah. and all kinds of things that he he's getting a lot of um, old ancient mythicism and he's finding it fascinating and mm-hmm. he's uh, developing his um, you know a spiritual sense on that way. But Biff is like learning like okay so how do you poison someone mm-hmm. and so how, how do, do you survive the poison exactly and uh, uh, how do we have sex in seventy four different positions yeah oh because yeah he also screws all the uh, concubines yeah. um, and then. Over time, they're there like they're five or six I, I th- years. Yeah, they're, like, there, they're there for, for a good a good number of years. They're still trying to figure out what's behind this door. But Biff has learned to stop asking because every time he asks, he gets poisoned and like yeah. paralyzed for two or three weeks. Um, and so Balthazar and Joshua go away. They have they go to Kabul to find the blind guy to, to find to the make blind guy so they can unblind him. Yeah, and at some point. Um, Joy has told Biff that she knows where the key is that Balthazar has kept 
or whatever is in this yeah. room, the secret room. Yeah. And they get the key somehow. Or well, they, they make, they, they they make, make a copy, copy of it using of like a wax key, or something. Yeah. Um, as you do in ancient times, yeah. make a copy of this key. And so basically they open the door and they let out a demon. Yeah. And they don't realize it's a demon. You Until know, it murders all the concubines. All the concubines except, except for Joy. Uh, it goes in and just cuts them all down, cuts them all in half, murders them all. And then it starts talking to them. And of course, it's like, <laughs> yeah, suckers. I know. It's, I know. It's exactly like you would expect a, an American demon. As American sound. demons sound. It was like, very like, Scooby-Doo. Little, or, or Hellboy, you know, maybe yeah, a little, little bit, hell, a little bit of Hellboy. Yeah, they, um, they had really kind of a mix. <laughs> um, you know, the guy that actually did the audiobook, he was uh, in Lost. The he was like one of the pilots or something. That mm. was it. Was it was funny because like as soon as I figured out that's who it was, that's all I can see. That's all you can see or hear. Yeah, that's how. Yeah, I'll yeah. tell you more about that <laughs> when we talk about World War Z next. Time. Okay. Um, but <laughs> so so we're we're you know now the demon is out. Yeah, and basically he's like, hey hey hey, here's the deal. And Balthazar is actually explaining this to Joseph. Because Joy is now concerned that Balthazar has fallen in love with jo- with Joshua. Yeah. Um, and like I said, I'm going to keep saying Joseph, but just yeah, know I mean yeah. Joshua. Very rarely am I talking we about Joseph. We could just say Jesus. We could say Jesus, yeah. but they never do. So they never call him Jesus. Um, so what they're basically, what they're finding out is that this demon, Balthazar has made a pact with this demon and it's not well, it's not really even a pact. Like he, he has, was that's he's somehow it's is like the key a genie to, in a yeah, lamp, if you will. He's the key he, to this eternal life or he whatever. He has um has control over the demon. And as long as Balthazar has control over the demon, he will stay alive. And it requires a lot of mental fortitude a and apparently lot of that. and apparently him falling in love with Joshua. With Joshua which happens apparently to everybody, even as dudes. You would, yeah. You yeah know, I guess so. Again, if it's you know, if this is I good, don't know, I'd be kind of annoyed unless he was turning on my water into wine as long as it was good wine i'm a fan of that yeah um that's why they invite him to all the weddings yep him to all the oh yeah they talk about that, that in there yeah, too it's funny do. he goes to a wedding and, and they're gets, like you don't even have wine and so he turns and he's and, like wine and there's and, wine everywhere yep and that actually was uh he got drunk and then he started wandering around with bunnies and he's like when anybody thinks of me i want them to think about bunnies he was <laughs> <laughs> it was awesome so it's like hello easter yep. zombie jesus day yes we'll talk about that so anyways, Balthazar and Joshua kind of come back in the nick of time. They somehow take out this demon, but Balthazar also, well, dies. Because with the demon gone, there's nothing to prolong his life. He kind of withers into what a 250-year-old would look like and dies. Yeah. So then they're like, all right, our what, damage what, has been done. What to do next? Okay, so they leave, the they leave Joy there at the fortress because yes. she's like, what the fuck am I going to do? I'm going to stay here. I got all this stuff. And she, yeah, she has I'm money because he's had 200 years of money. money so choir. she's like, I'm just going to sit here and be rich. And when the guy will bring me stuff and you guys come back and see me on your way back, yeah. bring me a camel. I don't know, something. Yeah. Um, so they take off again. They go back to town. Um, they, and then they Biff find screws some more prostitutes. Yeah. They and have then, to well, keep it's very, it's very handy if you are uh, best friends with the Messiah because he can cure the clap. He does so, repeatedly. Um, you know, so if you're having sex with a lot of <laughs> prostitutes, it's good to have the Messiah around. Is all he's going to do is that's lay, the moral of the story. He's the hands end. on. No, yeah, the <laughs> end. That was it. If you're gonna if you're gonna fuck around, yeah, have, ha- Jesus have Jesus as your best friend. You. Yeah, because uh, he he's, will he's cure the, all your STDs. He's the antibiotics of the of the <laughs> he's, ages. He's the penicillin <laughs> of the modern age. We are so going to hell for that yeah, one right there. All yeah. right. Oh, 
Oh, well. You couldn't find it in the book. We found it in the book club. There you go. Yeah, exactly. So, all right. So now that they've learned everything that they could from Balthazar, now which they go is to the second, yeah, another Magi. They head for the second Magi who is in China. Yeah, he and he's a, he's apparently a Buddhist or a, some kind he's of a monk. monk. He's a and monk, and his name is Gaspar. Oh yeah, Gaspar. I wrote these down. And um, um, it's I liked the monks the best because remember the monks made him stay outside for yeah. like three days well, in the in snow a, before it, they'd let him in. And this is another part of like Joshua's spiritual awakening mm-hmm. is that he's learning. Um, the ways of the monks. And that's one of the things is this inner uh, peace. Yeah. You have to be disciplined and you have to be devoted. And they kept him out in the, out in the entryway to show, you know, just like fight club. You remember fight club? They do that. Yeah. And, uh, um, so once they get let in, He's learning all about Buddhism mm-hmm. and stuff like that from the monks. And Biff <laughs> he's is, like, this is pretty cool. I like yeah. it. Biff is just, just bored as shit. Yeah. And he's learning Kung Fu. He and is he's learning le- Kung Fu. And the other guys are he's meditating. And, and yeah. And the other guys are meditating for hours on end. And Biff is learning how to sneak around and, and like take their hats off and do kinds yeah. of shit while they're meditating. Well, and he can, he's learning all the pressure points. Oh, yeah. Very Xena warrior princess to kind of knock people out. Yeah. And, so he's learning the stuff that a, a 20 something year old kid would be would learning learn. and Jesus do, is learning the spirit. It's very Kung Fu because they teach, they sort of teach Jesus the Kung Fu. Yeah, he they has do. to do yeah. the jumping on the log thing too. Yeah. Um, and the, you know, fighting with sticks and things like that. But then after a certain period of time, Jesus disappears. Like he goes invisible. Like yeah. he has reached that sense of enlightenment where he is now invisible. Yeah. And they're like, all right, Joshua, come, you know, get over it. And now, so they've decided he is advanced enough to go on the journey into the mountains where they take a lot of food and they take a whole bunch of supplies. And all these monks go up there and meditate, like to the point where they are completely comatose, basically, um, except Biff, because Biff doesn't have that kind of focus. And he's like, it's yeah. fucking cold out here. Yeah. And, and he so, uses the heat from the other monks he does. to keep he's warm. Like, he's like uh, balancing the monks on top of each other yeah. to keep him warm and stuff, which is pretty hysterical. Um, yeah, it's pretty funny, the stuff he does to the monks while they're, yeah, they're well, in this while meditative they're, state. You got to yeah. read this. I'm serious. Yeah. This book is funny as shit. Um, but again, so while they're up there in the mountain, they they come across a Yeti. Yeah. The Yeti's awesome. <laughs> the Yeti is fantastic. And it's basically the last Yeti. Yeah. Um, what they say is kind of before the history of the world, the mountain was full of these, you know, hairy mountain yeah. men, these big Yeti men. Yeah. Um, but men had come and destroyed them and the Yetis were pure and wonderful and magical and they didn't know yeah, that that's what was going on, and they and they sing a beautiful they song, sing beautiful songs, yeah. and so you know, Biff kindly kind of finally wakes up Jesus and Gaspar, and it's like the fucking Yeti, like what's yeah. happening? And they said this is why we bring the food up here because yeah. he's the last one, you know, blah blah blah. So for the rest of the course there, there, um, Joshua continues to go on his own. To, to meet with the Yeti, to sing with the Yeti, and then comes back and says, the Yeti has died. Yeah. This is the saddest day. And this is, I believe, the day that he decides to, uh, he outs Gaspar as a phony. He says, yeah. you're not what you claim to be. You're not this yeah. enlightened person. Yeah, he does do that. I forgot. Yeah, yeah. So everybody totally else outs was. Him. And the rest of the monks are like, well, now what? Yeah. Uh, so. Uh, so. 
we uh, yeah but basically that's the end of the of the buddhist the end of the that chapter and so now they are going to meet with the third magi Who's which indian. is uh, yeah. indian and his name is melchior yeah um at least that's how they yeah. pronounce it in the audiobook and yeah. that's as close as I can come. I don't to know. It. I don't have any religious friends that can tell me how to properly like pronounce they would the wise know anyway. Because I think in the book it just says there were three magi. Yeah, like it does, like in the Bible, like it does. I know. I know. Them. I know. Baltazar was named. Um, mm-hmm. I don't know how I knew that. You know, I think I learned that from Psych. <laughs> because well, all uh, good, all good biblical study comes from Psych. Uh, that's where I get mine from. Yeah, there and uh, Lost apparently. Yeah, I know. <laughs> and you, uh, you know, you name it. But so he goes. They go on this journey, and while they're journeying from China to India, they basically run. Well, one, they come across. Um, they're starting. They're they're being hunted. Okay, so they come across. Um, these noises they can see spears off in the distance in the tall grass because you know they've left the frozen tundra and now they're in india um but they're they kind of are concerned about what's happening they can hear bad things coming or they're assuming they're bad things and this man appears out of the tall grass and basically says you know Come with me I'll if you want you. to live. Yeah, like it's it's very Terminator. It, it felt um, a lot like Indiana Jones uh, with a uh, when they're in India when they have <laughs> anyway they're basically doing human sacrifices yes. against the uh, untouchables. Yeah, yeah. Well, they're 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 kidnapping the untouchables and the yeah, untouchables. If you're not familiar with the caste system. Are basically the lowest of the low. They're literally and, and, and Jesus loved touching the untouchables. Oh, he, he kept, did. He, he, kept he, he, he kept poking them. Boop, He's boop, like untouchable, boop, untouchable. Yeah, because he found it ridiculous. He's like boop. You know? Yeah, <laughs> just yeah. run around booping the untouchables. Yeah, he thought that was hilarious. Um, and he was he was having having a real hard time with the fact you know this. They get away from these guys because they kind of lead him to like a tiger or something. Yeah, like, there's a tiger in the car. And Jesus so they, can make tigers do what he wants. Yeah, so the tigers. Uh, which, chase by the way, off I didn't know guys. how cool Jesus was about that ability i do like the lions sleeping with the lambs and stuff yeah, well but like a tiger i'd will i would keep one with me all the time i totally would too yeah so when they they follow this guy home because um you know they've actually heard his story and his daughter was, was taken. taken that morning to be used because they were sacrificing children as yep. lambs before god if you yep. will um and so he follows this guy home to realize the they the, they live in a pit. Yeah, this is like, the untouchables. The untouchables. Like they they live, live in a pit. pit. It's literally a with, hole in with the ground. animals and things and with yeah. animals that yeah. they may or may not be married to. Uh, yeah, that, that, that was, was a little creepy. Yeah, but you know the man is like, I miss my daughter. But basically, once they take her, I'm supposed to she's kind gone. of forget she's gone. And they're like, fuck that, let's go get her back. Yeah, you know. So they they basically come up with their own version of a cosplay, if you will. Yeah. And they make up a version of this goddess. Yeah. It's Shiva. Is it Shiva? No, no it wasn't it's, Shiva's it's, the elephant one. Yeah. The it's the one, one that they're supposed to Ganesh. be. Yeah. That they're supposed to be that. sacrificing. It's, it's to. not what we think of as that because it's yeah. a much more, almost a demonic version. Yeah. Yeah. Um, is what they're doing. And like, they kind of follow and they find this place and you can see where the blood runs through. And yeah. All it's this just crazy. crazy shit. Yeah. It's just disgusting. And, you know, and Joshua is getting to the point where, you know, they are having more and more problems with watching the lambs of God, if you will, the yeah. children, the people, you know, God is demanding these sacrifices, these blood sacrifices. And it's always been that way with the Passover and everything else that he is just getting more and more and more fed up with all of this death. 
in the name of a deity in the name of yeah. someone who was supposed to be a benevolent loving yeah you know god so they go um biff and joshua go and basically they rescue all of these children the untouchable children yep um lead them back to the pits of course when they get back to this guy's pit they found he's taken up with a a cow because it's the reincarnation of his wife yeah because the cows are holy yeah cows are sacred and that was his wife and she's had a better life and now he's screwing the cow in his pit yeah which you do and so that's when they decided that maybe we should leave. That they decide that they're they're done with this part. They've got to still be on their quest for yeah, Melchior. They, they got to yeah. go find him. Um, but at this point, Jesus is starting to talk to himself a lot. Yeah, or talking to God or doing whatever. Yeah. And you just kind of hear him saying, "No more." Yeah, no mm-hmm. more. And Biff's like, "God, he's losing his mind." Like he doesn't really understand what it is that he's talking about. And it'll get, you know, yeah. it gets more into it as we go. So they go, they go on further to wherever Melchior yeah. is on yeah, the coastline Yeah, they, yeah, they, they meet him. And they meet him and he's living in a cave. Yeah, and he's a little, he's a little yogi. He's a yogi. Yeah. Uh, he puts himself into, you know, a jar. Yeah, a mace, and then he teaches Joseph jar, to do the same thing. Puts to himself to, in a backpack. I don't you know. know. Yeah, and, and <laughs> how to make, uh, multiply wine and, and multi- rice. And rice. Like and, how to take one grain of rice and, and make it into many. And fish as well. And so that's yeah, kind of how so they make we're some money. making they, our yeah. loaves and fishes because we can take one mat- rice and sell it as a bundle and Which make Which becomes money. very important for the Sermon on the Mount when he can feed everybody. And Well, that'll know. come later. Later, yeah. because of right now they're just earning money so that Biff can go screw the Karma Sutra lady. Yeah, yeah. He, so he Biff meets this a lot. lady yeah. who's like, "You got five dollar," and she's like, "I show you this book that I'm writing on. <laughs> yeah. the, it's called the Karma Sutra or whatever." And so he's, you know, learning the and, and it, downward has, like, facing donkey face. Well, it, and it was always it was something like, 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 and this is the elephant testicle in the <laughs> twist. Like they're just the most obscene. Elephant or, testicle in the ear. And I'm it like, is like the most obscene thing you could possibly str- words sex, you could so. uh, string together. You're like, oh my God, I have no idea. Oh, let me throw this out there. I, yeah. I, I'm pretty sure. And I, and I know it was you. <laughs> For my wedding gift, yeah. I received uh, the joy of cooking and the joy of sex, yeah. both from Nerdy Bitch Heather. Yeah, so, yeah. It, it is out a there. classic wedding gift. It is their classic, yeah. I'm telling you. <laughs> they are still on the shelf, I'm pretty sure. you got to uh, have them right next to each other. They like, are. Yeah. They're, they're on the cookbook shelf, I'm pretty sure. So... You know, because you can't you can't put the cooking one in the bedroom. That's no, just no, that's awkward. weird. Well. So anyway, they meet Melchior, and you know, so Biff goes into town every day, and he's sitting on the corner begging, and the beggars are pissed at him, so they're yeah. like beating him away with canes. Yeah. So since he can't be a beggar and he can't be a professional mourner, which was what his yeah he, he was trying to dirges, be dirges, so yeah. he was he was going to do that for a living. So anyways, he he gets uh, he gets joshua to multiply the fish or the rice or the you know breadsticks or whatever it is that they're doing and he he goes and he sells them so that he can go have sex with a lady um, and learn all about the the kama sutra um and you know and again they're all living in and they're not even caves it's like a a a little dugout in the cliff wall Uh, above a beach and they get an elephant elephant yeah i don't know where the elephant comes from yeah um, so he rides the elephant into the surf and lets it yeah. swim and stuff. And Jesus has put himself into a backpack. Oh uh, yeah, he's doing he had all to this. Be broken out of like a mason jar, yeah. like just yeah. random little stuff as you do. But 
And so then they've decided. No, it was the end of that journey was when they saw Mary's face on a wall. They saw Mary's face on a wall. Biff, Biff, I think, Biff sees, saw and, sees and, it and runs home and says, come see this. It's yeah. your mother. And then the magi. And then yeah. he says, this is your call home. Yeah. You have to leave. Yeah. So they do. They, they leave. They take their baby, the elephant, and go straight home. I think they actually, I think they, they, they go they, see Joy. They do. They train they the elephant. they drop off the yeah. elephant yeah. and give it to her. Um, and then they, they go home and they get home to find that Joseph, yeah. you know, has, yeah. has, has actually passed away a couple of weeks earlier. Like they missed yeah. him. Yeah. And now, you know, Joshua's brothers and sisters have all grown up and they're pissed. Yeah. That because he wasn't where, there. where the hell have you been? I've been off learning to be the son of God. Well, we've been here being the son of Joseph, you yeah. know, like, yeah. Eh. So they're kind of pissed. And then they find, they want to find Maggie. Yeah. Right. So even if she's married to Jaken, is probably now a horrible human. They want to find her. Yeah. So they find her because Jaken has now become a Pharisee. Yep. So they go to the biggest house in town, kind of thing, and they find her. Yeah. And there was like a wedding, or they went to a wedding. They went together. to a wedding. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's, they that's, they that's found where, uh, they, they found out that Maggie's somebody cousin brother brother. Yeah. Uh, brother was getting married, and they were going to sneak to this wedding because Jaken was out of town. She yeah. said, "Come to the wedding." Meet me there, blah, blah, blah. Um, and she basically admits to them that, you know, she and Jacob were married, but she, and this was ingenious. And I think all women should remember this uh, at some point. She basically tells Jacob that she's, that she's bleeding, right? Like she's yeah. got, oh, her, yeah, she's that makes got her, her period. Yeah. Now she's unclean. She just never told him it stops. <laughs> so she, he just thinks she's constantly on her period and bleeding. And, and they have to, they, like, they like have to go somewhere else when like this happens. Years. Yeah. Well, no, she's just basically shunned. Yeah. They have no sex. They have no children. Yep. Like she's never had to be, you yeah. know, be touching him, which is, you know, pretty fucking ingenious yeah. when you're, you know, basically sold into yeah. matrimony to this douchebag you don't want to be with anyway. And so they come up with a plan to try to get her divorced or divorced. something. Yeah. Because they throw around divorce a lot, like, oh, you looked unclean. Divorce. And yeah. Like like it really wasn't that big a deal. But you had to walk Well, unless you were the person being divorced from me. If you were the woman in it, it could cause a problem. Well, it could because there's a line, right? Yeah. You're either divorced and now you're divorced, or you're you're stoned. Like they yeah. stone you and you're die you die. So um, basically, because Biff has learned all of these poisons and alchemy working with Balthazar and Joy, he gives Maggie in secret a potion to take while Jesus is uh, has been invited to Jacob's house for dinner with all of the Pharisees because they have heard that he is proclaiming to be the Messiah. Yeah. And of course, they want to prove him, him wrong. Yeah. And, if, yeah. you know, he knows he's walking into a test or whatever. Yeah. But what he doesn't know is that Biff has given this potion to Maggie to go in the back room and take that basically turns her into a green frothing demon. Like she comes out and she's like, <laughs> and she's foaming at the mouth and barking like a dog and pees on the table and. Just all this ridiculous stuff is happening. So he, she is granted a divorce. Yeah. <laughs> she is immediately granted a divorce. And she goes home and gets the antidote. And, uh, you know, they're staying at her brother's house. Yeah. Which I can't remember his name, but he's basically Lazarus. Yeah. Um, and, the, and then they all basically And he's start, a leper. Yeah. Remember? He's, yeah. He's actually a leper. Which which uh, he goes and he which saves. Which Biff's like, I don't know about that. Yeah. Well, because, no, J Jesus keeps offering to save him. And he's like, save me from what? Like, what affliction? What are you talking well, about? Well, yeah, but he did. He did. He did. 
die. He does and, die. And then and he did him save back. him. And so. Well, it's funny because he's like, get out here. He's yeah. like screaming at him because he's like, I don't want to. Like, well, because he looked gross. I mean, he was yeah. when you're, you know, yeah. when you're a leper and you die and things are yeah. already falling off to begin with. When you've been dead for a couple days, then yeah. it becomes an issue. I would like to interject at this point because we've been talking about the the Biff gospel the whole way through. Yeah. What we have not mentioned is that every couple of chapters, there is real life interjection from Biff about what is going on in the modern day in the oh, hotel yeah, with, room. Yeah, with Raziel. So yeah. going back with Raziel, Raziel has not let him out of the hotel room at yeah. all. Um, he is, they're basically living on room service pizza and the guy who delivers the pizza's name is Jesus, <laughs> ironically enough. Um, and since, uh, Biff has been granted the gift of tongues, he can speak perfect Spanish with this guy. And I think they were, were they in St. Louis, Chicago? I don't know. I, I, I think it was they Chicago. It. it was one but, of the yeah. two. Um, but he's like the, the, you know, Raziel thinks what he's watching on TV is, is real. real. So he's like, ah, how can this be? And there's a cast on you. And that's your sister and his mother. Yeah. And, and Biff's like, you realize this isn't real. Like this, these are like the plays that the Romans used to do. Like this is, this is not real. Yeah. And the, the angel couldn't believe it. He's like, I must get a soap opera digest. Yeah. But while the, the angel has got his back turned or he's out the door for something, uh, Biff finds a copy of the Gideon Bible. Yeah in the nightstand in the hotel. Yeah. And then well, he, he's hidden it. Yeah. So that the angel didn't find it because he would have removed it so that he had had. So he's reading through and he reads through the Old Testament and he says, okay, the Old Testament is pretty much what I. Well, yeah, know, because it's, it's, it's old. Know, it's before Jesus. Old, yeah. yeah. He's like, so he starts reading through the new Matthew, Testament, starts yeah. reading through the different gospels. And he's like, I don't know like, who this Matthew is, well, but he's, he's like, not the this, Matthew that hung yeah, out with us. Yeah, this, this Matthew is a lot different. And, and, you know, they certainly put him up on a pedestal. Right. They've lost like, a lot of like Because, yes, this is at the time after, uh, you know, Maggie gets divorced, they, mm-hmm. that he starts to get his 12 apostles. Yeah. And he does the Sermon on the Mount. Yeah. And um, so it's really kind of fun because he jumps back and forth through the like the book of Matthew. Yeah. And then we'll say... Well, okay, you know, you know they, they, happened, they cleverly but, yeah. edited some yeah. things, you know, just like you would if you were writing an apostle about your life, you might want to edit out some like drunken nights or right. whatever, you know. Exactly. <laughs> I am the tax collector that everyone hates. Like, yeah, blah, 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 it was, blah, blah, but so. it was kind of fun them walking around. And then when you actually get back into the uh, merging of the real Bible, right, um, that actually exists, you know, or the, the New Testament, obviously, and, um, and what he's saying now, and then uh, comparing notes With to say, Biff, yeah. like he even talked about the Sermon on the Mount, which is the big deal, you know, yeah. and he's like, you know, it's acting like we just were like, hey, let's have a Sermon on the Mount. And people showed up. And he's and- like, there was a lot of planning <laughs> and we had a lot of, and we were discussing what kind of words to say. Oh yeah, he wrote uh, this like 45 different times. And they were editing and- it and then he was like, I think he's kind of telling me not to have sex it- with Maggie, so he kind of added some extra stuff in there. Yeah, well then he had to send all the apostles out, because there were apostles and disciples yes so we had you know we kind of i think merged the two together yeah, yeah. in modern day but there were a lot more people who were following yeah. him who were not among the 12 who were yeah. at the last supper and, then, and those could uh heal people yes you know. they some of them could heal um i think that peter i think was the one who 
yeah, actually had yeah, gotten they really were good t- at healing. Yeah, they were yeah. talking about it. And uh, the, in fact, that was their plan was to have Peter come. Yeah, we're not there yet. We're okay, there. all right. All right, we jump in. I mean, you know, we kind of know how it Spoilers. ends, but okay. Well, sort of. We kind said, of, yeah. There yeah. was there was a big change in the end of the story that yeah. uh, they don't talk about. So basically, they you know they've come back that now now Joshua is ready to kind of start. He's he's taken all the lessons that he's learned from all of these different things, and he is trying to figure out how to put them all together. Um, and he goes to John the Baptist, who, by the way, has been marked by the Pharaoh to die, yeah, to die uh, for heresy, yeah. And so they go to John, and they're like, "We need you." to baptize Joshua today. Yeah. And he's like, how is that different from when I baptize him every day? (laughs) Because basically they just stand around and get baptized all day long and baptize new people. He's like, no, today is people are watching it. Yeah. And today, so uh, John the Baptist baptizes Jesus and, or Joshua while he is under the water, the voice of God, a la Monty Python comes out of the clouds and says, this is my son. I give him to you. Blah, 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 blah. Yeah, I love him or something. Whatever. I'm, I'm very proud. And then he yeah. pops back up and they're like, holy shit, your dad just talked. He's like, son of a bitch. <laughs> while I was under the, really? Well, like, while, like he's been waiting, yeah. waiting. Then he goes off for his 40 day fast. He and goes comes back off into anyway. the yeah. desert for 40 days by himself or whatever. Yeah, there's going to be a book about that or a movie coming out about mm-hmm. the 40 days that he's in. I don't think yeah. it'll be as entertaining as this. But I don't, I don't know. I, I heard Jesus there was a big deal are. in it. Yeah, Most they're Jesus not. You're right. A giant fucking bummer. Yeah, they are. I'm like, geez, come on. You know, the I, guy you know, I do like it though when they always point. pick good looking Jesuses. I'm like, this is a Jesus I would like to stare at for two hours. Yeah. yeah. Well, you know what? I'm going to say this right now because, yeah, you know, like we said, this is this is the the what if and where the fuck was Jesus for this number of years. But this is the Jesus I think I would want to know yeah. existed. Like, I want to know that he was a man who had doubt because he didn't have all the answers. And, and who <coughs> did what me. he could to learn right. um, everything he could about the spiritual part of man and the human part of man. Right. And uh, that's Good, what bad, I, and ugly. Yeah, that's what I would expect of a... Of an authentic leader. Yeah, I think so. <laughs> yes, he was a servant leader. Yes, exactly. Um, and I actually, anyway. So I, you know, I really like this part about it. So then they start, they start, you know, adding disciples. And they yeah. run across, you know, basically the tax collectors were like next to the devil. Yeah, like everybody hated them, them. And they're like, well, you can join us and everybody will love you. And then they're like, and it just and happens. Like, we don't have to pay our taxes. And now, now. we are yeah. three. Yeah. You know, and then it was like, oh, and then we met these brothers and now we are five. Yeah. And, and it so, was, it was fun when they, you know, that was kind of a fun, like every, and then, every and then apostle. And we get to or, the yeah. point where we've now brought in two zealots. Yeah. One of which is Judas. Yeah. And then we all go, oh, yeah. Because, you know, they, but they did. Yeah. They they really talked about Judas. Uh, and and what um, a lot of scholars say is that Jesus, you know, by by this time, by the way, John the Baptist was not the only one marked for death. Yeah, Jesus was as well. And well, John uh, was dead. Yeah. Oh yeah, he was. And they had beheaded him. And so, um, so the uh, so now Jesus they beheaded knows, him while Jesus was in the desert oh yeah for forty days yeah that's what yeah. it was and um, you know so Jesus knows he's going to be killed. Yeah. And but uh, but remember when he was saying no more, no yeah. more, because they were having all this sacrifice and even the last Passover that they went to and Biff had this realization of leading the lambs to slaughter. Yeah. And how, you know, like his lamb just like 
he wanted to let it go and run away and the lamb just sat down and laid down and was like man nope. yeah. you know i know this is the you know and he's like and i never ate the passover lamb again <clears throat> but it was you know it was really it was really joshua saying you know what no more deaths yeah. no more human sacrifice for this and he chose to become yeah the last yeah and he, he was, was the, he, he, he was allowed himself last. to be the martyr and mm-hmm. Um, and you know, and scholars are saying that, yes, you know, everybody says, oh, Jesus or Jesus, Judas turned him in, you know, and in, several other people did. Too, yeah. So. And in the, uh, story, he actually took, he told, Ju- he told Judas aside and said, I want you to actually go tell him where I am. And at this point he sends Biff off on a trek with Maggie, like sends him away and says, this is the plan. We're going to do this because they their plan was basically to poison. Oh yeah, use that they poison. Were going to, they knew he was going to be crucified. They had become friends over time with the head Roman guy. Well, just they were just goofing around, <laughs> gambling with him and stuff. Well, yeah. but, but from the beginning, like he was there with the broken penis and all. That oh yeah, that they took yeah. Off and just said whatever his name. And Joshua, Joshua, Joshua healed his Galactica, yeah. whatever his name, Battlestar Galactica, yeah. whatever his name was. And, and Jesus saved his uh, friend. Saved and, his yeah. friend. They brought him back. Um, so they were kind of friendly with this guy, but the guy's like, look, I, I can only yeah. do what I can do. Yeah. And they're like, just, you know, give him something to stand on. Yeah. Something or, you know, let us, let us, you know, poison it. Let us do yeah. something. And they're like, I, you know, I can, I can't control certain things, but I will make sure that nobody else comes up and disturbs and whatever. Yeah. So, um, you know, Jude, you know, Biff is off because he thinks that they're going to leave and run. Yeah. But this is when Jesus has basically allowed himself to be taken away. Yeah. And so when he finds this out, of course, he has. Because he was trying to poison him with the thing to paralyze him. So he was going to poison him with this poison that Joy had taught him that would basically make it look like like he was dead. And then Peter, with his skill to heal, was going to bring him back. Um, With it, you know, we're going to have the antidote, but also, you know, heal the wounds and whatnot. But unfortunately. They got to him first. Yeah. And so he tries to get up to to yeah. actually do this. Yeah. Um, but he's he's having to like shoot craps or whatever with yeah. the guards because they, they won't let him near. And, you know, they've always got women coming who are offering water to yeah. those who are crucified since they're, you know, thirsty. Yeah. It's yeah. hot up there on a cross. And uh, so the, that's part of the plan is uh, Maggie and uh, one of them. Ruth, maybe yeah. I don't know somebody supposed to come up and basically give him this water, but it's the poison. Yeah. Um. But he doesn't. doesn't well, really I think get it. I somebody think he comes t- up and stabs him. Yeah. To try I w- to make it go faster. Yeah. I think, and I think that I can't. I can't remember the exact specifics of it, but it was almost like he wasn't quite dying even after but having the poison. He wasn't even going to take the poison. Yeah, he knew it. He was yeah. trying not to take the poison because he wanted, again, to die to be yeah. the last sacrifice to say, look. This is what I'm choosing. Yeah. yeah, I mean, he chose it the whole time. So Biff was really going so against Biff his is, wishes. Biff is Maggie going was going against his, his wishes. But basically, Jesus dies. Yeah, right? yeah. So and they stabbed him in the side. They yeah. stabbed him in the side, and he just lets go, and he's gone. And then Biff becomes raging fury monster, yeah. especially when out of the corner of his eye he sees Judas. Judas. Yeah, and he goes tearing off after Judas, chasing him over building tops, rooftops down side alleys all over the place 
uh, Judas stashes the the coins. Remember, he yeah. had the forty. Yeah, was it forty silver pieces, forty Some, gold yeah. pieces, something that he got um, as a reward. That he yeah. got as the reward for turning in Jesus, and um, he basically throws Judas off a cliff or whatever. Well, he kill, he kills neck. Judas. Yeah, he yeah. kills Judas. And then he jumps. He kills, and himself. kills himself. And then, yeah, Biff kills himself. And this is basically where he comes back to, okay, my story is done. And right. But it was funny because, you know, as he's going through the modern stuff, Raziel had been keeping him in a secret kind yeah. of a lockdown for a while. But he started then taking him for walks, yeah. which he thought was weird and introducing him to what buildings were and, and what, a, what a laundromat is and, and, how, and to, how to do laundry, things like that. And he's like, what, why are we doing this? So it comes down to once his gospel is finished, you know, Raziel's like, finally. And he goes across the hallway of this hotel and he knocks on the door and another angel steps yeah. out and says, well, you know, it took you long enough. And behind her is Maggie. Yeah. Because they have also resurrected her to get her gospel and she said, well, I finished mine weeks ago. But yeah. of course, I had a 16-year gap where you fuckers left me. Yeah. You know, and I didn't have any knowings of what yeah. was going on. So it took me less time. And they basically said that, you know, the Messiah has yeah. deemed and blessed and wants the two of you to be together. So now you get to go forth in this modern world yeah. and, and love each other. Yeah. And that was such an awesome ending to that. And unexpected. I didn't see yeah. it coming. It was fantastic. Yeah, I thought it was. I thought that was a really good ending as well. I really, but really um, that. that you know, then that was that's basically the book in a nutshell. But I think it was, uh, it was particularly funny, and it was particularly, um, you kind of got to learn like what really the implications of some of these like older right. laws and right. rules were, and how ridiculous they were. Yep. With, you know, and uh, so I thought that was kind of fun and, and unclean. They kept yeah. doing the unclean. 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 Well, I thought it was hilarious that most of the Jews outside of their house had created these um, pools. Like yeah. they had to cleanse themselves. Yeah. But instead of every time you did something wrong that you were unclean, you touched yourself. You yeah. had to, they talked a lot about nighttime ejaculation. Yeah. And if that like happened, that. you had to go wash you yourself. You had to go wash yourself. But what they did was they dug these pools deep enough that you could walk underwater like with your whole head submerged uh, and walk out the other side. So you were clean. So yeah. you just had to do like a pass through the car wash. Like yeah, uh, you didn't have to go for a that'd long be cool. ceremony. Yeah. I was like, that's kind of brilliant. What I think I loved so much about this, um, cause, uh, our friend of the show, Michelle had recommended that I read this book uh -huh. a couple of years ago and I did, and I loved it. I thought it was fantastic. And again, like I said, this is the Jesus that if I'm going to believe in a Jesus, this is the Jesus I want to know. Yeah, the yeah. one who had doubt, but the one who was, Good and clean and pure, but also tried and, really hard. And ultimate you know? sacrifice. And, Gave and, the ultimate yeah. sacrifice, but also didn't, he didn't condemn. Yeah. Biff. He did keep telling me, he's like, well, you know, I can only do so much with your soul, but, yeah. you know, you're so, and I think that's why he gives him the bonus life yeah. with Maggie. Yeah. Um, because it's like, look, you did all of this for me yeah. because I couldn't. Yeah. You know, I couldn't be the person who got to learn in all of this. So he gives him this bonus life at the end. So it's like one up, yeah. the video game of life. Yeah. But I just, I really like that about this because it takes something that we know that is, it's sometimes, you know, the Bible can be hard to swallow, yep. right? A There's of, a lot, lot of, of suspension and, yeah. and disbelief in really. Yeah. But this kind of fills in some of those blanks. And again, 
he wasn't there. He didn't yeah, know. Yeah, I know. And it's, but, I mean, it's, it's, it's written well enough that he could have been. Yeah, and it's kind of, it is fun to kind of think about, yeah, because there was that huge gap. And mm-hmm. then the what spiritual happened? side right. of Jesus, like, really, if it wasn't with him learning these additional things, it wouldn't be much different than right. Judaism. But it really does have a lot more of the softer side of God, because mm-hmm. Old Testament God is an asshole. Old and, Testament God is terrifying. Jesus Christ, yeah. that guy was just... Yep. Yeah. So I, I think that this brings in like the human side yeah. of God. And, and they talk about that with the Trinity and blah, 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 blah. Yeah. And, uh, you know, <laughs> call it Holy ghost. Nobody's going to understand that thing you keep talking about. Yeah. I forgot it what it was keeps, calling, but I don't know. listen to the book. It's fantastic. It is a fun book. Yeah. It's a really good read. It is. It's and it's, really it will make, book. it will make you laugh. Um, and, uh, but it, it, I will say it definitely opened my eyes a little bit more and taught me a little bit more historical, yeah. biblical history well i mean when you're not walking in the shoes of somebody like you know the because way a novelist does had yeah. to really exactly had to know the bible inside and out yeah. to work this and to make it work because there is so much in it that's like yep 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 check check even yeah. from my little children's bible i yeah. remember a lot of these things but you know the, there's a lot of this historical stuff but also geographically yep. historical. Like you can think about how long it takes to walk from here to there. Right. And like, you know, when they go on their quest every year to Jerusalem. Right. Exactly. And um, you, you kind of, when you're reading it in a scripture form, yeah, you're not it's getting that. No. Yeah, exactly. Get the, the novelization of it, of it really mm-hmm. helps anyway, but it's, but it's also, you know, it is fiction. It is yeah. <laughs> clearly, clearly <laughs> it's fiction. I, I assume, I don't think that Christopher Moore has a time no, machine. No. If he does, he does like have like talk. another book about like, uh, oh, he has a whole bunch of books. I know. I've, I've got, just got a new one. He's got a vampire on, one. It was on book bub, uh, uh-huh. for a dollar 99 the other day. So yeah. I actually bought it. It's called the dirty job. Is the, is the oh yeah. I think that, that might've been the only one I've read of his other, it's, but there's also another one where somebody goes to hell because they had, they died from a he's marijuana a, overdose. Yeah, he's got a bunch, uh, yeah. bunch of different ones yeah, out there. It's funny. He's just a really good writer and I really like yeah. his stuff. So I we highly recommend this and I'm so glad we finally got to do it for the book club because yeah. I've been talking about it for a couple of years, but yeah. it, on this show for the last year as yeah. something that needs to be read. Um, our next book club. Yeah, it's going to be a while out though. Probably another, at least a month. So if you least. have your time to read it and, it and if you've already read it, great, but it's World War Z. World War Z. But here's the deal. I'm going to recommend, this is another one along with like Ready Player One and Armada and things like that that I will highly recommend uh, audiobook. Yeah, I th- I'm going to do an audiobook because I have a road trip coming up. Do the audiobook, do the unabridged, like the newer uh, version of it because the cast is fucking fantastic. Oh, I love it when there's we a have, full cast. Um, Alan Alda, uh, Jerry Ryan from uh, Star, yeah, Star Trek, Trek is on there. Yeah. Uh, Mark Hamill okay. is on there. Like there's a, just a ton of guys a uh, ton of people. Um, the the little the little Asian guy from Heroes, you know. Oh yeah, about? Uh, uh, hero. Yeah. Hero Matsusaka, yeah, basically yeah. hero. Uh, he he does one of the characters. So, and they, it's basically like um, the the author Max Brooks mm-hmm. is going on interviews and yeah. he's interviewing people who have been a part of and survived the zombie war, um, the zombie breakout because it's actually a virus yeah. that starts. Um, and well, it's got to so be something. It's going through all of these things and talking about how it happened. And there's just some amazing yeah. stories. I, I had listened to parts of it a while back, but it was when I was really, really ill coming back yeah. on a long road trip, heading to the hospital. I'm like, really? We're listening to fucking zombies and I feel and look like a zombie. Yeah. But I went ahead and listened to it while I was doing some work a couple weeks ago. And I was like, oh, so good. And yeah. I will throw this out there. 
that if you want to also read and or listen to the zombie survival guide also by Max Brooks, because it kind of is, it's kind of like the guide that when the virus first breaks out, they start putting together survival tips. But in addition to, you know, if a zombie apocalypse type thing, they're really just good kind of survivalist tips. I mean, it's really good. But at the end of that, after they go through all the survival tips of how to get in and out of infected zones and how to do all this other stuff, they go through and they, they outline and chronicle the history of all zombie breakouts. But this is before the war. Like, okay. This is before the invasion. So, you know, uh, we saw it in Babylon and this time when da 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 and they talk about different actual historical things that could have been zombie breakouts. Yeah. So All right. uh, be on the lookout for that one to come out oh, probably yeah. in So start reading or listening. May or June. Yeah, it's a little probably. bit long. So yeah, it will have to be at least give May. Give some time. Yeah. Um, so uh, yeah, be, be ready yeah. for it. Yeah, be ready for that. And then let's see. Uh, so let's, is that your recommendation this week That's then? my recommendation this week is All right. to get ready for, uh, for the next book club. Let's see. Do I have a recommendation? I do not. I All do right. not today. But I do have... An in context, out of context quote. Now, if the in context is only if you've read the book, if it's, it's out of context otherwise. Mm-hmm. So here's the quote. Yeah, I'm going to take advice from someone who fucks turtles. <laughs> <laughs> so great. there you go. That was it. Very good. Very good. So again, we really enjoyed Lamb by Christopher yep. Moore. We and hope you do as well. And if not, you probably know it now. Yeah, you'll know it well enough. <laughs> but you're missing all the jokes. There's a lot anyways, of jokes. You're missing all the good. A lot stuff, of abomination so. that we have not. We've oh, just we skimmed right over. We had to skim over that. Yeah. Who has got? Who has that yeah. kind of time? Exactly. So all right. Well, we'll catch you next time. Music provided by www.bensound.com, and please email feedback to contact us at nerdybitches.com. Really, fucker, shut up!